right partners bring yeah. so much value to the table. You're not only able to go further faster, you just get to also enjoy the process. Hello and welcome to Pillars of Wealth Creation, where we talk about creating financial success with a special focus on business and real estate. I'm your host, Todd Dexheimer. Now, let's get to it. Hello and welcome back to Pillars of Wealth Creation. I'm your host, Todd Dexheimer. Excited to have Katerina Stepanova. And I'm going to have you say your name because I like it so much better when you say it. Yes. Hey, Todd. It's so great to be here. Yes. Katerina Stepanova, guys. So nice to be here today. Thank you. Awesome. Awesome. Well, thanks for joining me a little bit about our guest today. She is, I, I know the accent probably sounds like she's from Texas, but she's actually from <laughs> Russia. So came here from Russia, started her real estate investing journey actually back in Russia, when they moved from Russia to the U.S., had a house there, turned that into a rental, and she said, I'm not going to like this. I like the cash flow. So decided to buy a couple turnkeys. That didn't work out so well, but, or maybe it sounds like you can explain that to me and our, and our listeners, but that really made you go, well, I'm going to turn to commercial real estate and focus on what you're focusing on now, which is mobile home uh, park investing. And you've got quite a few spaces that you and your partners own um, in several locations around the country. And uh, we'll get into details there too. And you also have a uh, virtual, you're a host of a virtual meetup, mobile home park uh, call, uh, investors group called MHP Tribe. Uh, and you also have, uh, you can explain the name of it, the, the software system. I don't have, I don't remember the name on the top of my head, but we talked about it a little bit. So we can talk about that too. So why don't you give our listeners a little bit more about your background, kind of where you came from and what all you've got going on, because you've got some cool stuff going on. Sure. Yes, Todd, thank you for having me. I'm excited to share with your listeners um, about my journey and also pillars of wealth creation as uh, was my ex experience to date. And if there is anything I can contribute to their wealth of knowledge, uh, I will be happy to do that. So yes, as you said, Todd, I am uh, originally from Moscow, Russia, and I immigrated to United States 13 years ago. Uh, back then, uh, back in Moscow, I purchased my first property, which was a, an apartment. And as we immigrated, it became a rental. And my mom became <laughs> my <laughs> property manager at that point. Um, so that was working out really well. She was very responsible <laughs> and really doing a, an excellent job. Well, at some point we uh, sold that apartment and I was thinking that was an excellent, uh, that was an excellent idea. I did not think much of it as a business, but I thought that was a great source of income and I should repeat it. So I was looking, how would I do that here in, in, in States? And we moved to New York and when I was looking around, everything is quite pricey here. 
and the cash flow as I found bigger pockets through the research I found bigger pockets and I quickly learned that uh, New York is not necessarily known to be a cash flowing market and I started looking outside and with that I found a turnkey property in Memphis Tennessee which I purchased and and in the course of six months, I had two evictions. <laughs> and that experience quickly taught me the value of having numerous streams of income. And at that point, I started thinking about going into commercial. And as I was thinking that way, I started again, digging deeper into bigger pockets, into podcasts, because getting to know um, the industry and, and just uh, getting yourself familiar with, with uh, what's, um, you know, what you should be, uh, what you should know and do's and don'ts and kind of educating yourself. There is a lot to learn. So you should use really all the resources available to you. And of course, mentors are amazing process. At that point, I got my first mentor who we really started mapping it out. And, um, and I was trying to find some cash flow in multifamily based on the criteria and the evaluators that I found. Um, the market is tough. Multifamily, you have to really establish yourself. You have to take uh, time credibility. And since I didn't have really capital to speak of, I came to States with a uh, 130 bucks in my pocket. I left everything behind. So uh, the capital was not something that I had in abundance. So I was thinking how I'm going to do it. And at that point, I discovered a podcast and I started listening about mobile home parks. And I thought, hmm, well, it seems like the entry point is somewhat easier. Seems like not too many people are in that industry yet. And I thought I should probably give it a shot. And with that, again, through education, I found the course that I was able to take. And I started my journey into mobile home park investing. That was three years ago. So what was your, what was your first park? Like, how did you take me through that journey? How'd you find it? Um, mm -hmm. And get it, you said you had no money. So how did you find yeah. it? How did you get it purchased? Like, what was that experience? Yes. Yes, of course. So uh, started marketing exactly. I was taught in the course. Uh, so like, so the, like sending out letters and or. Exactly. And okay. it started, it started with a database building. Sure. So, uh, so started building the database exactly. I was taught and I had an amazing mentor there. Um, that was a mobile home park investor Academy, I believe, mm -hmm. uh, that is no longer open. It, it actually closed pretty fast. So I was lucky, uh, to, <laughs> to take advantage of it. And, um, so it started with the database building, then, then this was the direct marketing then it was cold calling and i i did all kinds of things and then they produced results i had a partner at that point with who we 
were able to wholesale actually our first park because it didn't really meet our criteria. And um, because it was a little, for the first deal, we didn't really want it to be as complex. Um, and it was on a well, a uh, lot of park-owned homes and um, it was just a little hairy. So we decided that it's probably not a good first deal. Yeah. So we wholesale that and um, yeah. And, you know, being in a partnership is definitely was able to boost me uh, forward. You know, someone, I found a partner who had experience in the industry. So we formed M2K partners. So I have um, now two partners, Matt Battinger and Nick uh, Villanueva. Uh, Matt has experience in mobile home parks. He already owned, I think, four by then. Um, and he did not do marketing. I was bringing in marketing component and database to the partnership. He was bringing in operational experience. And Nick, having uh, had multifamily uh, experience investing in various uh, properties, various types of real estate by then, and having a brokerage, so he obviously brought all this knowledge of business and liquidity. Uh, so that was, that's how it came to be. And then we purchased our first deal that was in Florida and um, yeah. That was our first one. <laughs> and that right there for anybody who's like, hey, how do I get started? Like, I don't, I don't know enough. Like, maybe I'm good at this, but I don't know how I can't put all the pieces together. That right there is the perfect situation where you were able to put the pieces together. You were able to bring your experience to the table. Uh, you have mm -hmm. an advertising background, a marketing background. You're able to bring that yep. experience to yep. the table. And your partners were able to bring their experience to the table exactly. and you really made a good team. And anybody that's looking at getting started, a lot of people, and I mentor people that are wanting to get going in apartments. And one of the biggest mistakes I think I see, and I, I'm guilty of myself sometimes too, is wanting to do it all yourself, wanting to just be mm -hmm. the only one because you don't want to give it up. You know, you, oh, if, mm -hmm. I, if I give away 30% or 60% or whatever it is, oh man, you know, then I got to do so much more. Well, it's, it's not, that's the case. You wouldn't have probably been able to get started nearly as fast without the partnership. Is that yeah. right? Absolutely. Totally support that. I, I think partnerships are amazing. I simply do not want to do it anything without partners because I think it brings so much value, the right partners brings yeah. so much value to the table. You're not only able to go further faster, you just get to also enjoy the process because I just want to reiterate that, and well, probably just to point out that real estate investing, I personally don't look at it as a race. I'm in it for a long time, simply because I think it's amazing. I enjoy it. And I think the reason I'm enjoying it so much because I have partners we are able not only help each other out and check off uh, to-do tasks on a daily basis, but we also get to complement and teach each other in the process. Yeah. And, and with that, and this, if these are nice folks you're partnering up with, you, which you totally should, <laughs> you get to really enjoy the, um, this relationship because this is, this is a relationship that is, 
developing, you're learning together, you are making money together, you are building a sustainable business. But I just want to make sure that uh, you listeners also hear this. It's critical to have goals aligned. I think mm. I think it's very very important to have goals aligned before going into partnerships because I I will just share something with with your listeners is initially I had a partner that just did not work out that well because I think we were just not on the same page in terms of maybe uh, values <laughs> and 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 goals and how we're going to achieve those goals. So, and that was not, uh, essentially, it did not turn out well for, for us. Um, so when you are going into a partnership, just make sure your values and your goals are really in alignment. Yeah, so valuable. And I, I agree with that. I mean, the, the, I look back at any partnerships that I've had, and that's probably where they have have failed is the goals and values aren't aligning or one mm -hmm. or the other. They've got to both be aligning. And if mm -hmm. only one is aligned in alignment, then the other one and the other one's off. It just, the whole partnership is off. And then you've got to like the, per, like, like the people that you're going to be around yeah. uh, too. And that's, that's definitely uh, in my opinion, if I can, if I feel like I can go have a beer with them and hang out and have a conversation, they meet that one check mark, but then yeah. they also have to have the goals right yeah. and the values like you said that have to align really well mm -hmm. if they don't you're just spinning your wheels everybody's got a different vision it just doesn't make sense yeah yeah for sure how did you find like people people always ask me that too it's like look i'm yeah i'd like a partnership but i don't even like how do i find a partnership i think it takes putting yourself out there and showing up consistently mm -hmm. Consistently, that's when uh, you choose the, let's say, there is a mastermind or there is a meetup that you like going to, or there is a, uh, for example, a forum that is pertains to your interests. I think it's very important to make yourselves, let people get to know you yeah. and show them what you're up to and be consistent, keep them posted on your progress. You know, you have to bring value, right? And you allow people to get to know you. So I think if you do that and people see you, the right people will get attracted yep. to you. So yep. I think that's just that. Yeah, you gotta be able to bring value. You gotta be able to show up, like you said, you have to be able to bring value. And if you can't do that, well, then don't expect anybody to be attracted to you, right? Exactly, exactly. Hi, I'm Matt Jones, and if you're like me, you're looking to grow your real estate business while connecting with others. There's this incredible new virtual experience unlike any other. I'm talking about the North Star Real Estate Conference. It's coming to you online this October 22nd and 23rd, and it's not like one of those boring webinars you find all the time out there. No, this is going to be interactive. You're going to have the opportunity to network and grow relationships with not only the other attendees, but with the speakers as well. So you can sign up today online at nreconference.com and use the code DEX, D-E-X, for $50 off. You've mentioned maybe a couple already, but maybe something you haven't mentioned. What's a mistake that you have made or your company has made and how have you learned from it? Yeah, well, I think 
there were there were various moments along along the way along our journey as we've uh, now purchased uh, in a partnership we purchased three parks we wholesaled one as i mentioned so along the journey we were learning everything uh, along the due diligence lines how to what's the right way to go about um, due diligence and i guess uh, what to look for just learning the the <laughs> master in our trade so in those regards we learned the questions to ask better better ask all those questions that you might, you know, the know that are pain points, just ask them before you put, let's say, park and under contract, because it just takes so much longer if you, you know, you like the park and it seems like everything checks out on the surface and you just kind of waited on asking some harder questions. So um, it just takes longer than to, dissolve that <laughs> uh, arrangement if you just choose to proceed. So I guess we learned also to just the, the industry, the trade uh, a little more. So we learned where the bigger pain points are and learn to uh, talk to them, have those hard conversations, very upfront, very honest conversations with park owners in advance. Uh, that's why we did not purchase in the past, um, you know, two years, a dozen parks, simply because, well, we are conservative, we just are, uh, we're not in this for a short gain, we're in this business for, for a while and plan on staying there, so that's why we oftentimes just have those hard conversations, very in-depth conversations, uh, with sellers in advance, and that's why we end up sometimes just not proceeding with the deal if there's something feels off or seems off, yeah. seems to be an issue going forward. We just don't want to waste our time on, on that because um, I'm still working full time, so we just don't have time for those mistakes, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. So we sometimes, what we did previously, uh, we chose to wholesale one deal. We chose to refer another deal. It was a straight up referral. We didn't gain anything, but we connected people together, seller uh, and buyer, and they, uh, they made the deal, purchased the park. We didn't gain anything from their material. We just knew it wasn't the right situation for us. So I guess that's, that's the thing. Just be more, you know, as you go and learn, of course, it's not your first uh, deal, but you go and learn and the best deals that the ones that you don't buy. And, and this is so true. And uh, you just gain confidence as you do it, but you've got to keep doing and trying. This is how you gain experience and confidence to have those hard conversations. And this is when you learn not to buy bad deals yeah. and and only buy really good ones that will really make a difference in your life in your partner's life in your family's life so focus on on quality that's just my thoughts awesome um uh, it, you know when your, your bio you have that i think you have properties in uh, jackson and michigan and Arizona, uh, so there are Florida, yeah, Florida, yeah. 
So they're not in one little central location right Mm -hmm. by where you or your Mm -hmm. partners live. Mm -hmm. How are you buying those prop? Not, I guess not how are you buying those properties, but what are you doing to like, make sure that these properties are actually running okay. And since you've got them in different locations, how are you doing that? Yeah. Well, first of all, uh, before we buy, really put a park on the contract, we have this, very rigid underwriting plan in place. Uh, It takes, I mean, there are, I don't know, hundreds of bullet points that we want to check out. But one of the things we do first, of course, we uh, meet with my partners after preliminary underwriting, maybe test marketing is done, maybe some other things on due diligence list are checked off. But we also discuss, so what is our plan? How it's going to work out? what is the turnaround because we are value add buyers so what is the turnaround how is it going to look like how specifically who is going to be handling what who do we have in place for those parts so i'll just give you an example uh, with our last purchase that is a mobile home community 80 space community in jackson michigan and it's a huge turnaround in terms of we have when we purchased it, it only had 35 occupied and paying spaces. And how many spaces did you say it was? It's 80 space total. 80 spaces and had 35 occupied spaces. Correct. Spaces. Okay. Correct. Okay. It also had has master metered electricity mm. and it does not build water back. Oh, fun. The reason for us buying this park because uh, it, this park, is a, it's not just a heavy turnaround, that's why we like it, but there is an opportunity. So what kind of opportunity is, there are 35 empty homes in a pretty good shape as we had our asset manager go out and look at them prior to us putting this on the contract. So he went out and he said, yep, 35 homes, mm. 15 are ready, almost ready to go. We'll take probably $1,000 to pretty it up and they are back online. We thought, okay, 35 homes, that sounds really good. Are we gonna be able to fill them up? So test marketing followed. We had avalanche of calls. We thought, okay, so that's probably gonna work out. What else can we do there? Uh, okay, we can build back water. Pipes seem to be and everything, infrastructure seems to be in good shape. So we check that out as well. Okay, so we can build back water. We can fill up 35 spaces pretty quickly. Uh, We put three year mark on it. Plus we'll have seven more lots that are uh, empty and we can infill them as well. So that was our thinking process. And we knew, we checked with the mobile home park brokers and we found out if we were to master metered electricity, it will decrease the cap rate at sale by probably half to one point. So we thought, okay. And in combination with the purchase price, you have to purchase on actuals. Altogether, that's made a good deal for us. So that's um, how, I'm sorry, if it was too long and <laughs> too no. detailed. I've got a follow-up question with that is, is so on that, on that property, um, how, like how far along that business plan are you? 
and how has it been going? Yeah, so uh, we put the three-year plan together yep. and we are six months in. Okay. So as we planned on uh, accomplishing in the first year, we planned on, on filling up, I think, 20 spaces. We are at this point 30 in by already six months mark. So we're pretty confident we can fill up 10 more. Yep. We've already in the first quarter increased the value of the park by a million dollars simply on collections, raising occupancy, and those homes that we are repairing, they are turning into tenant-owned homes. We do not rent, so maintenance down, um, and we are able to increase the lot rent on the new occupants as well. So that is just a cherry on top. So, <laughs> and we master metering, we start metering water right now, yeah. right happening right now, gonna be completed in the next couple of weeks. So by mid July, and we are already executing on a master metered uh, uh, metering. Great, that's awesome. Um, so how are you managing it? Do you have like onsite managers? Do you have, yep. do you guys mm -hmm. manage it from afar? How do you do it? So we definitely have an on-site manager. We have assistant, a park manager who helps with the, some maintenance uh, issues as well. And uh, my partners and I, we, we asset manage day to day. And uh, because this is a joint venture, we uh, brought in couple of partners who really were eager to learn the industry and they are friends and um, we they they helping out with projects as well as needed and it's been working out fantastic they are learning uh, helping us out a huge deal one of our partners is pretty much spearheading electrical submittering it's a it's a huge it's a huge project in itself. So he's been amazing at that. That is why just going back to the partners, partners are crucial yeah. for, for success of the, you have to really know who's going to be doing what when you're going into the deal. So. Yeah. 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 I mean, I hear over and over from, from you is the, the partners are, are a huge part of everything. So that's, yeah. that's really cool. I yeah. want to switch gears cause you've got, mm -hmm. uh, Another part of your business, uh, yeah. I want to talk quick about that. We're running out of time, but I want to talk quick about that and not, sure. not ignore that. So explain what you've got going on with the, uh, with the software. Yeah, yeah, of course. So um, as I mentioned, I'm not yet full-time in, in my real estate passion. Um, I'm still working my way towards it. I, I'm very excited to, as I call it, burn Pro. I'm I'm so much uh, in <laughs> anticipation of that. And one of the things that I wanted to mention to your audience is uh, pillars of wealth, right? You want, you know, I think real estate is one of them for sure. For me, for sure. Absolutely. And second is recurring revenue. And that happened to be also something that I started a year ago. Um, out of necessity and I thought okay um, I'm not full-time yet in a business but we have now um, 
few joint ventures going, we have partners, we have assets that we need to manage. And I saw that asset management, well, deal management and investor management softwares, they were quite pricey. And I wanted something for myself to be able to handle the reporting and, um, and just share with my partners deal performance of our, of our parks and also exchange, uh, just share documentation and things like that. Um, and be able to have all the information about partners in one place. So it's not complicated to manage this and with emails and Dropbox and, and G drive, I, this is too much. This yeah. is a lot. And I knew because we are very lucky to have repeat partners from deal to deal. There is no way we would allow to knowingly to mess anything up with, uh, with reporting or yeah. just not keeping them in the loop. It is just so, so important for us to make sure they, we have complete transparency on, on everything that we do. So I just started putting something together uh, for myself. And then, um, and then I also heard from other colleagues in the industry that they were looking for, for something similar that wouldn't cost you arm and a leg to manage your investors or your partners and your deals in one place. So that's how um, it came to be. And then I had an amazing partner, uh, also Dylan Marma joined me a few months back. Dylan has a lot of experience in multifamily and he's raised, I don't know what he said, 50 million uh, worth of deals and tremendous, tremendous assets to, uh, to our business and he brought his expertise and we really were able to make this a software um, that is just offering portal it's called just offering portal and <laughs> we were really able to put this together as the tool for our communities to be able to access and uh, what Dylan is also doing uh, he is spearheading our education that comes with uh, with you know fundraising and investor management because we strongly believe that education mm -hmm. is everything yeah. um, and and there are multiple tools you can be using any number of tools it does not really matter as much as you know that you use best practices in your business so our software um, equity tree uh, software we based on our principles again radical transparency so our reports they go very clear to any investor they see what you projected going into a deal and what you actually doing months to months so this is we aim for this is our value this is what dylan and i we have in common this is why we formed this partnership our we aim to radical transparency, bring investors in a loop, in a deal, let them see how, how we're performing, uh, feel part of the process, and, and put this tool in the hands of every investor because it's so like no-brainer. It's like so accessible. Why wouldn't you do better job for your business? Like do yourself a favor, especially if you, even if you're not full-time in business, 
you don't have that much time to rebuild if you fail. So why wouldn't you use better tools available? So that's our uh, mission <laughs> in the in this with this project. I like it because as you said, like yeah, we've got Dropbox, we've got Google Drive, and we've got email, yeah. and we've got you know all these different things that we can go ahead and use but then you've got all these things floating around everywhere yeah. <laughs> and so to be able to clump them into one and just have yes. one spot one landing spot for everything is so much better like it mm -hmm. drives me crazy when people want me to join this thing with them and this thing and this yeah thing. I can't keep it all straight I can't keep yeah. I, like I need one spot and that's right. it because I don't have time to go to 16 different logins to check and to see if you sent me a message at this and somebody else sent me a message at this little, it's like, that doesn't yeah. make sense. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I, no. I, I like those centralized, like, give me one thing. Mm -hmm. I love mm -hmm. it. I love it. Well, you've got some really exciting things going on and I really appreciate it. I got a question. Of course. When are you going to go full time? Yeah, right. <laughs> What's your goal? Do you have a goal yet? Like, like, yes. we're just going to do this full time by what? Yes. Uh, I, well, you see, or maybe you I will say it because you know, so. <laughs> yeah. Well, you see, I think, um, Todd, I actually think that um, probably I would need, you know, one more deal and really get our equity tree uh, going. So, yeah. I'm really looking forward maybe by end of this year, I'm, I'm really kind of aiming for it. At the same time, I learned something about myself. Uh, I tend to press myself for deadlines a little bit too hard. Yeah. And what I learned that I just really want to keep the deadlines, but I really want to emphasize that enjoyment of the journey. Sure. Because if this, this is not going to happen by end of the year, but I enjoyed the process, meaning um, I was able to do the things that I really thought were best for, uh, for my partners and for our clients. And they didn't give me as much return, so I couldn't quite go full time. That's fine with me, you know. So <laughs> I'm just really focused on just doing the doing the right thing and just doing it so it feels really good for, for, for me. So I could look back and say, yeah, you know, I didn't just run off uh, to full-time uh, real estate investor, but I just did it. So it really made sense and just kind of did it. So I have no regrets. That's probably the main thing for yep. me. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Well, I, I got a couple uh, last questions before we wrap up. Yeah. What's yeah. your favorite business or real estate related book that you can pass on to our listeners? Business. I, hmm. well, I recently learned uh, on, again, on a podcast um, about the philosophy behind Kickstarter. It's a public service uh, company. It's PVC. And I really like the idea of how once how a business can tie itself, tie its own profitability, profitability to making sure they're bringing value to a greater, you know, society. 
as a whole, so how it's tied up, I never, um, I never knew there was a thing. But the for-profit, actual for-profit business, which uh, which mission is tied up to bringing public uh, public service into in, you know into the world. So that was a fascinating idea to me. And um, so my last book actually that I read, and I I would I think there is a huge. I think it's absolutely future working together collaboration. I think collaboration is the future hoarding hoarding resources, whether it's um, databases or, uh, you know, leads or anything else or contacts or relationship. I think that's, that soon will be a thing of the past. I think we will all achieve more and will go further. Um, when we collaborate, I truly believe so. I, I don't have this figured out, but every week on my MHP tribe uh, group, I, I share, um, I sh you know, my team, we're sharing our journey, how we are turning our parks, what exactly we're doing, what's going on. And um, if someone can learn from it, I'm all for it. Uh, whoever asks me a question or, you know, I share my database, I'm, you know, I'm just trying to do my part. I, I, I don't know how it's going to be working out exactly, but I'm just starting at, at my level. And I hope that someone may follow and we'll just uh, bring more, uh, I guess, more prosperity to and success, overall success to each other. That's, uh, I think. <laughs> So what Sorry, the, I didn't what give was you the, the name of the book. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Sorry, the guy completely. Uh, you, that was, that was um, Yancy uh, Strickler's book, uh, Manifesto. Yeah. This yeah. could be our future. It was amazing. Um, it was amazing. On a more maybe uh, just actionable. Um, tone I could recommend uh, James Clear's book that I really read I, I read probably six months ago or so it's called one um, percent better I'm sorry it's atomic habits atomic habits and uh, there is a concept you know one percent better this is how you learn new habits and get them to stick it was very actionable very much recommend. I, I still do it. It's really changed a lot uh, in my life. So, yeah. Awesome. awesome. Now you've mentioned some of this stuff probably already, so you can uh, repeat it, but what are your three pillars of wealth creation? Um, I think, you know, first one is definitely a real estate and second is recurring revenue. So if, if there is any service, Preferably the one that you're really passionate about. You can uh, automate and have recurring revenue coming from it. So I would say this is the second one. Hmm, third one. Um, I'm not quite, I'm not sure if I found that one yet. Um, I think I might be still in discovery, but yeah, but I um, I learned quite a bit from Tim Ferriss's books about um, <laughs> about uh, having multiple streams of income, how you can automate things and hack into businesses. So I think I'll find something uh, along the way. But I think these are just two 
that I have so far. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Well, that's fine. Um, well, Katerina, I really enjoyed uh, talking to you and, and spending some time with you and I'm sure my listeners did as well. So I appreciate you joining us on the show, giving us a ton of value. Uh, you have a fantastic rest of the day. Well, thank you very much, Todd. And I just wanted to say thank you for having me. I really enjoyed the conversation. Thank you for incredible questions. was happy to go into details. And for all the listeners, equitytree.io, we will be happy to give you guys, uh, Dylan put together this amazing uh, guide. It's called five-step ultimate fundraising guide. Feel free to go and grab it. And it's on equitytree.io. Equitytree.io. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. Feel free and to go and grab it. Is that the best way for them to get in touch with you? Or is there another place for them to get in touch with you? That That is a totally great way to get in touch with me. Uh, my mobile home park business is mhpteam.com. mhpteam. So it's rather simple yep. so we'll and on any major social networks as well so we can find you there too awesome. yeah absolutely well that sounds great thanks again for joining me have a great rest of the day thank you todd thank you very much for having me Hey, thanks so much for listening. I appreciate you being a loyal listener. Say, I would love to have you go on to our Facebook page and subscribe. Uh, give us a thumbs up. Go on to iTunes or wherever you listen and give us a rating and review. Don't forget to subscribe. It's a rating and review just helps us push this out to more and more people and continue to grow our audience and hopefully positively affect a ton of people out there that really need this and, and want this. So uh, the other thing I've got for you is a free ebook on my website. So go on to venturedproperties.com, venturedproperties.com and download our free ebook on real estate and on syndication. And I've got some data points in there, some really good stuff for you. So I'd love to have you take a look at that. It's free. I'm not expecting anything from it. Uh, and, and also, look, if you want some help in multifamily, want some help learning, growing, getting your business off the ground, I would love to talk to you about what it would look like uh, to work with me potentially and see if that's a good fit. So you can go up to coachwithdex.com and check that out and uh, we can definitely have a, uh, a call. Thanks a lot for listening. You make it a fantastic rest of the day. I'll catch you on the next episode.